The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. <laughs> Welcome to Just Another Why Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride. <gasps> One more time. Ooh. You like it? That's know, nice. It's smooth. You know. You, you're so warmed up after all the singing you've I been know. doing this morning. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've, it's been. It's, I'm, we're obviously re- pre-recording as we always do. This isn't alive, and uh, it's been an interesting Sunday morning. I went outside, sat in the sunshine for a while. The sun is out for the first time Praise in the Lord. like fucking forever. Um, I mean, since Thursday, but I was inside all day because I had to work. But I think I think it was cloudy and rainy all of my days off this last week. Yeah. It's going to be cloudy and rainy the rest of the week, but on this beautiful Sunday morning, went outside, got some fresh air, sat, sat in some shine shine, sat in the sun, sat in the sun, watched my dog pee on the cement when he has a whole goddamn yard to pee in. <laughs> yeah. He goes over to the the po- one of the posts on the um, the carport. Is that a car? The garage? It's a patio. Patio whatever garage thing that we combo. have. And he, you know, does the dog thing where, you know, he has all this space he could pee in, but he needs to pee on something. So yes. he aims for the post. But as we know from years of experience, our dog has no aim whatsoever. And he True. just full on pisses all over the cement of the car, of the <laughs> patio. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> At least it wasn't on any of the furniture in there on the rug or anything. Yes, but like still. I know. More I mean, on the refrigerator. It's not particularly or warm, so it's just gonna. It's like gonna be a pee puddle just <laughs> sitting there. Well, glistening, sun. glistening in the sun. The sun will dry it up. That a very yellowy tinge, you mm-hmm. know, nice. Well, I mean, it's pee. You know, this is a solid pee. I mean, he took a solid pee. I mean, he has had one of his like. Oh, you're gonna come in and chew your bone for a while, pal. That was so cute. Oh, he ran in. He just prances in. <laughs> Adorable. You're so freaking cute. I am in way too good of a mood I for know, 9.30 right? in the morning. It's a little, it's all that uh, little vitamin D. You got his vitamin D and he's just uh, <laughs> off to the races. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, you were back in the back of the house doing your morning constitutional. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you all of a sudden I get a text message that, oh, you're adorable. <laughs> Why you got to make fun of me while I'm just out here? I'm not making enjoying, fun of you. You're legitimately adorable. <laughs> Singing Tim McGraw and I don't think I sang Tim McGraw. Isn't that I sang the, Garth Brooks? That's a good stuff. That's Tim no, McGraw. No, that's isn't it? no, that's uh, Kenny Chesney. Oh, had I known that was Kenny Chesney, I would not have liked that as much. <laughs> oh, it's totally Tim McGraw. Then who cares? <laughs> it sounds like a Tim McGraw why you, song. Don't, why are you a hater? I I hate Kenny Chesney. Why? I don't really know. He's just a gimmick. I just kind like, of decided that I hate him at one point, and mm. I've I've committed you to it. You should let the hate from your heart go. Just. I mean, there's there's way worse think, people in the world than Kenny fucking Chesney. I think there's room for some hate. Mm. I mean, dislike is fine. Like you just don't enjoy him. Just don't enjoy him. But you don't have to hate him. <laughs> I don't particularly like him. He has some fun songs. Mm. But like, eh. mm. Mm. well, that's the hot take music portion of the program. <laughs> this is. <laughs> then this you is were really... rapping. Um, I heard you sing some Huey Lewis. Yep, I went Huey Lewis. And uh, I just wish I was good at singing, so that would make it more fun. But then, even then, sometimes it's more fun to like listen to myself just how terrible it is. <laughs> you sang James Taylor "Fire and Rain," which I don't really know that well. Yeah, you didn't know that one that well, but it's still you did okay on it though. 
you know. It's a pretty hard song. Um, and then I know you did tag team. That's what you were singing when I came yeah, in here. Yeah, I, I was doing a little whoop. There it is. You did another rap song though. What was the other rap song? Uh, the other rap song. What did I do? Um, I don't. What was it? Let's. I don't know. I could just pull up the fucking <laughs> website that I'm still on and just be like, "Hey, what song did you sing?" It was. Uh, oh, Rex and Effect. Rex Rum and Effect. Shaker. Rum Shaker. <laughs> Check, baby, check, baby, one, two, three, four. Check, check baby, baby, check, check baby, baby, one, two, three. Check, baby, check, baby, one, two. Check, baby, check, baby, one. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. It was something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I'm just awful. Oh, it was great. And then I, I enjoyed just, it. I, <laughs> I knew I couldn't sing it at all, but I just wanted to hear what it sounded like because someone took the time to create uh, karaoke lyrics and songs for InSync's Girlfriend. The song that goes... Yeah. Won't you be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I think you sound great on that. I'll treat you good. <laughs> just, there's a reason I'm Dustin and not Justin. I'm just going to say <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, beyond my ability to not sing. I mean, <laughs> other than other than our singing ability, Justin and I are you basically the same person. Charisma. I do. A few That's other, a reference I'm nobody's going to get. I have a few other things of his that I would like, but <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? His wife, Jessica Biel, she's this hot. She wasn't even in my top five, but, oh. you know. He's supposedly uh, well-endowed, right? That's the rumor? That's the rumor. Call him a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> Dude can dance. Did, did you know that he and uh, he went on Jay Leno once, and they like joked about having big dicks with each other? <laughs> I did not know that. Most assuredly, did not. <laughs> it was like it was kind of subtle, but like obviously, well, like yeah. I mean, them. Jay was pretty family friendly, so because <laughs> apparently, Although apparently, apparently, Jay dick. Leno packs heat. I mean, you would think that if. The creator of the universe that? or whatever gives them a chin like that. They could at least, you know, <laughs> balance give it them out. something. I, I would think just for like balance purposes <laughs> to have so much up high, you need to have something down low totally. so it doesn't topple over. Because <laughs> otherwise that he's just going to fucking like uh, <laughs> he would just stand up and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make him a little less top heavy. Plus that guy has a gigantic head. That's what I'm saying. His head is huge. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, this is an interesting podcast. <laughs> I hope. I mean, but honestly, you know, having heard the uh, my half of the conversation that's this previously been recorded, we're really setting a, a fine tone. <laughs> so this is going to be something that may come up a time or two, but it, this is a very special episode. We're up I to heard a something very, about that. We're up to a very special number. What number would that be? 69! Are you going to turn into Ronnie Mund on me? No. Okay, please. No. Please, God, don't. I no. can't. I can't. I don't I think. Can't. I, I think, I mean, rest assured, I will not be asking you to put anything in you, the you, back door anytime <laughs> soon. So that that part of Ronnie Mund, I definitely will not be. I don't think I'm going to start a limo driving service. <laughs> oh. Although if I had a client like Howard Stern, I maybe would drive. I would drive, a, you know. If they got paid well to drive someone cool. 
Which that would you be fun. though, like, okay, like to drive for Howard. Yeah. Like all the shit that Ronnie has to take. Yeah. Like when he has to eat shit when something goes wrong with the car and Howard just rails well. on him. I'm sure he gets paid well. Could you handle that though? Yeah. I just tell him to fuck himself. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I'm sure you would do that. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking hot on. <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. I slipped oh. into a Boston accent there, and so uh, Ronnie Munn's in New York. Yeah. I mean, it's a terrible Boston accent. It is a it's terrible It's not Boston. a... I don't... Please, if you're listening, don't ever think that I think it's a good accent. I'm <laughs> fully aware that it's a terrible accent. I'd just like to say, there's... Cocksucker is one of those really great, like... Gloucester. They're always, always from, from Gloucester. Gloucester. <laughs> we are doing some deep cut movie references today. What is that from? Shout Perfect That's, Storm? Yes, that is from the Perfect Storm. <laughs> God, hold is that movie twenty oh, years old? It's pretty old. <laughs> oh. I saw that movie in the theater. I think I did too. I like, Speaking oh. of old movies, yes. we watched a great old movie last night. Yes, Major League. Oh, Shout man. out to that movie. I didn't make it all the way through, but we it's been long enough that I've watched it since I've watched the whole thing all the way through that I like I obviously have seen it a million times, but there were some parts that made me laugh so hard last night. And I'm like, how am I laughing this hard at this movie? That I've I've seen that movie at least 10 times, yeah. minimum. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we've seen it together 10 times. At, at it least. feels like we we pop it on at least once a year. Yeah. God, I love that movie. Especially, and it helps on demand. I remember we uh, were out we out back when, you know, you bought DVDs all the, like five years ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we have the DVD. We, of no, it. not only that, but we bought like the 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 trilogy or whatever. Like all, I think we got all three of them. There's three. I yeah. thought there were only two. Yeah. Oh, they made a major league three. Did they? Oh, oh, I don't remember that one. I think it has Scott Bakula in it. Oh, instead of um, like back back Tom to the majors or something. Berrigan back to the something. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah, there's some there's some there's some good lines in that movie. <laughs> I love the. Uh, <laughs> The guy that plays the manager, Lou yeah. Brown. <laughs> Shut uh, up, Dorn. Dorn, what's this ole bullshit? <laughs> Shut up, Dorn. <laughs> I'm too old to jump into lockers. <laughs> We're out of towels, and I'm too old to go jumping into lockers. How am I supposed to take care of my players without therapy equipment? <laughs> Oh, I love that guy. Did he ever act in anything else? I'm sure he did. I don't know him from anything else but that movie. Let's go and take a look at his IMD page. Maybe we should know his name. That would be helpful. That would be helpful. Thank God for the internet. Word. What would we do without the internet? The other um, baseball manager in a movie that I love is the manager from, um, um, crap. Oh, uh, Bull Durham. Yeah. He does that goddamn son of a bitch motherfucking shithead. He's so great. <laughs> but while I'm looking this up, what would we do without the internet? Because the the different movies that uh, like a random character actor from Major League, that's not ever going to be in yeah, the like encyclopedia. Yeah, like how would you ever find that? <laughs> like important things are in the encyclopedia, but like what's that James, guy? James Gammon. That's his name, James J- Gammon. Yeah. James Gammon isn't going to be in there. Let's see, what has he been in? I feel like he would have been on like Texas. Walker, he, Texas Ranger, and shit like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. He <clears throat> he was in Cold Mountain. 
Oh, this really? A movie with uh, Nicole Kidman Nicole and Kidman. Uh, Jude Law. Was it Jude yep. Law? And Renee Zellweger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Before she started doing all kinds of weird things to her face. Yes. So Shockingly, I think that's her last Oscar nomination, yeah. too. He has 139 acting credits. No shit. Yes. Uh, the last thing he did was in 2009. So I'm going to go ahead and guess that he's no longer alive. And he died in... He July, died July 16th, 2010. Oh. He was only 70 when he died. Oh. He was born in Newman, Illinois. Hmm. Oh, he was born on 420. Huh. Oh. That's interesting to talk about. He's born on 420 on episode 69. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't really see the correlation, but okay. We're talking about funny numbers. 420, you okay. know. I can Come see on. that. Let's Sorry. see. It looks like uh, he did an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Did an episode of Monk. Mm. Uh, I feel like as Monk is a show we should have watched at some point. Mm. Like people, so many people have said it's good. I just never got around to it. He was on Nash Bridges for a while. That seems like a show he was he'd on, be on. He was on ninety-six episodes of Nash Bridges. Yep, that feels like a show he'd be on. He played uh, Nick Bridges. Was that uh, Nash Bridges' dad? Maybe. Probably. Um, he was the voice of Foreman Marv Loach and Floyd Turbo in the Iron Giant, the animated movie. Oh. Uh, do, 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 do. He was in something called Point Blank. Uh, Point Blank. That's the um, isn't that with um Mimi Driver and uh? No. Oh. This is a movie with uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, never mind. <laughs> What's the one with... Um, it's like John uh, Cusack and Mimi Driver. Who knows? Uh, anyway. It's not Point Break because that's the Keanu Reeves, right. uh, Patrick Swayze movie. Uh, he had an uncredited appearance in Natural Born Killers. Oh. He was in Wyatt Earp. He was in Major League Two. He was in Cabin Boy. <laughs> Never saw that movie. <laughs> uh, he was on a TV series called Homefront for like eight episodes. Uh, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. He played uh, he played Teddy Roosevelt in one episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Huh, cool. Uh, da, 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 da. Bus don't like the carpet, dude. Hey. League. Uh, da, da, da. This is fucking riveting radio. I know. Right I was here. like, I'm, I'm kind of bored uh, of this. <laughs> he was in Silverado. Okay, what's his he name was again? In Vision Quest. Vision Quest. Uh, James, what? Just wait a second. I'm looking to see. He was in Urban Cowboy. Oh. Uh, he had a couple episodes of Charlie's Angels from like the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, dude? Quite. Uh, he was in eight episodes of The Waltons. Can't say that I ever watched the Waltons. I'm not. I mean, I know of the show, of course, but I'm not super familiar. He was in two episodes of Gunsmoke. Oh, I feel like every big, actor was in Gunsmoke big, at one point. He had a big, like he played two different guys in two different decades on Gunsmoke. Yeah, he was in one episode in 1966, and then he was in another episode in 1973. He feels like a guy who would have done a stint on Little House on the Prairie too, but maybe not. He was in an episode of Bonanza. Because <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't he be? Uh, yeah. So, 
That was uh, that was the deep cuts career of uh, James Gammon. James Gammon. Shout out to James Gammon. Yes, uncelebrated character actor who gave us character actors who gives a fuck if we're fat. (laughs) (laughs) If you know that reference, I definitely want to be friends with you. That is true. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, on on that deep cut of uh, what was I already clicked off is James Gammon. Yes, James James Gammon. I'm sorry, Mr. Obviously, Gammon. we are going to commit that shit to memory. <laughs> it's Lou. He's Lou Brown. He's not James Gammon. He's Lou Brown. He's Lou Brown. He has By a gr- definitely his most famous role, yeah. for sure. Has a great heart attack in Major League Two. Just Does really he? sells it. Just like just goes for it. I don't remember that. I haven't watched Major League Two. I've only seen Major League Two a couple times, we're I gonna think. We're going to go watch it right now. Uh, no, we're not, because we have to get ready for lunch. Eh, well, we got time. We're going somewhere fancy for <clears throat> we lunch. We are going somewhere fancy. It is great, but let's just talk about Major League Two for one second. Okay. So Major League Two is hilarious, because Wesley Snipes doesn't come back, but they still have Willie Mays Hayes, and so they use Omar Epps instead of... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> instead of... Uh, I forgot that Wesley Snipes doesn't come back. It's just another Snipes. random black guy. So, they all look the same, yeah, so I mean, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Yes, yeah, totally fine. It's totally, <laughs> she's kidding, by the way. I'm kidding. If, if all she did not actually mean Hollywood that. thinks they all look Hollywood the same. Thing. That's right. That's I'm surprised he wasn't played by a white actor. Yeah. <laughs> if he if it was an no, Asian role, he would have been played no by a white, white, no, white wh- actor. No white dude could run that fast, even like <laughs> for pretend. But we, you know, who you know who's the unheralded member of the major league franchise corbin burnson yeah i feel like corbin burnson was probably a giant douchebag in real life i think he is a giant douchebag in real life but he's just such a hateable he has a hateable face yeah he yeah. he's perfect for for dorn yeah roger dorn ends up owning the team for a little while does he i forgot about yeah, all that's, that that's yeah we need to go watch this movie i guess so. and um who's um Who's the guy? Uh, who's the guy from the Crappers Full from vac- from vacation the vacation movies? Uh, oh, um, Eddie, um, Randy Quaid. Randy, yeah, is it Randy Quaid? Yeah, Randy Quaid. Solid supporting performance in Major League Two. You know, before Randy Quaid went crazy, he's he's had a lot of really funny roles. Yeah. He's had some really good. He's like a shiny beacon in the dross that is um, Independence Day. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, that's going to have to be its own podcast. I can't, I can't. I, I mean, that, we're going to table I knew that. you were going to have a good reaction we're to gonna that. We're going to table that. Mm. We will be tabling that fucking discussion. Because Independence Day is a good movie. Um, You are full of shit, It's sir. not a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's not even that fun. Kick the tires and light the fire, Big Daddy. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> so many deep cuts. Deep cuts. Independence Day came out in what, like 94, 95, somewhere in there? Mm. I think I was still... I, It had to have been 90, 95 at the latest, I think. 1996. Oh, 96. Directed by Roland Emmerich. And if anything, I don't think... Yeah, I, I realize that you want to give... What did we decide his name was? James Gammon? No, not James Gammon. Randy uh, Quaid. Randy Quaid. Is it Randy Quaid? Yeah, because Dennis Quaid is his brother, and Randy is the the dopey looking Randy one. Randy is the unfortunate looking. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. De- Dennis got all the good genes in the family. 
you you want to give you're so you're telling me that that uh randy quaid is the only good part of that movie is that what you're trying to say because uh, jeff goldblum was goddamn delightful in that movie he is good in that movie actually you're true that's true mary mcdonald's pretty good Mary McDonald is good in every single thing she's yeah, in, though. Yeah, so she was good. Okay, so there's, there's three there's, actors in a gigantic what, cast. What are you talking about? Will Smith is good. Bill Pullman gives one of the greatest movie speeches of all time. <laughs> so cheesy. It's, yeah, but it's it's the kind of thing that you got to tell people to get them going. You know, solid a solid uh, a solid Harvey Firestein performance. Judd Hirsch is good in it. Judd Hirsch. See, James, James Red, Robert. I mean, the number of people that are, the number of quality actors in there this movie. There are a lot of people in that I movie. I mean, Jesus Lord. <laughs> I don't know how they made any money, even though they made a ton of money with all the This was one of the biggest pay. movies of the year. I know. I just, I didn't I wonder, like it. What's, what's, uh, what's the box office mojo number on? Uh... <laughs> Buster is sitting so dumb right now. It's hilarious. I should take a picture. He looks like such an idiot. <laughs> okay. So dummy. take a guess at how much it costs to make this movie. Now remember, this is 1996. How much mo- how much money do you think it costs to make that movie? I would guess it costs 50 million to make it. It costs 75 million to make it. Okay. Guess how much it made at the domestic box office? Like 300 million or something. 600 million dollars. Oh. You know how much it's made worldwide? 800 million dollars. So, suck it, Trebek. <laughs> Just because Apparently, lots of people watch it doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I didn't I mean, I enjoy that movie. I've seen it. I saw that movie 4 times in the theater. I don't know if that's something you should really <laughs> I don't give a shit. Cuz so, you know the part where the you, tell you know the part that. where the alien pops out of the smoke? Yeah. So, that was super awesome when I'd already seen it and I saw it in a theater full of people who hadn't seen it. Because I didn't the watch reaction. the screen. I watched the people. It was awesome. It was That was so much fun. I have good memories about that movie. That's good. So quit being an asshole. <laughs> God. Why do, you make this, why do you have to make this podcast such a downer? How, are, how have we been talking for 22 minutes? I don't know. Because <laughs> we, we did eight minutes on James Gammon's IMDb page. Because you wouldn't stop reading... <laughs> James Gannon's acting credits of a one episode arc on fucking Bonanza. Okay, should, should we get to, should we get to the nicest podcast I've ever recorded? Uh, yes, please. So I would I would gird you. I mean, if you've made it through this twenty two minutes, you're gonna want to listen to the next hour because I mean, we kind of just go right into it. There's really only one person that could have been on this episode. There's a couple, but there's there was a number one draft pick. Correct. And thankfully, I had tanked enough to earn my spot <laughs> as the number one draft <laughs> choice chooser. And uh, so we have the lovely and talented radio empresario, <laughs> Lord of the Wing. Uh, Lord of the Wing. <laughs> how good is that? That was a good, That's one. A good one. I pulled that just now. Like, just poof. Dude, when How we go to New York, are we going to go for to the Hooters from Big Daddy? I mean, I think we have to. <laughs> is it still open? No, I don't think it no. is. Well, I think he talked about that, but it's not open anymore. <laughs> Maybe we should just we should go find a Hooters in New York and we just should. take a picture and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> but yes, the uh, the love child of a uh, of a hot wing and a soccer ball. <laughs> The Lord of the Wing himself, the Mac Daddy of the 
the, the Mac Daddy of the Midway. I'm wondering how many you can do. Just keep them coming. <laughs> he is the Lord of the Wing from now on. <laughs> you have a new nickname, my my good friend. <laughs> Did you almost call him my sweet? <laughs> no, I said I almost. For some reason, I had my and sir. Oh, my, my sir. sir, my sir, <laughs> my liege. You, you would be my leech. You have a new nickname, my leech. <laughs> Jesus Christ, can we shut this fucking oh, thing off? This is gold We're, right here. This is what happens when you don't get enough sleep and you <laughs> haven't had anything to eat because you're waiting to go to a delicious French restaurant. It's going to be delicious. It is going to be delicious. I'm so excited. We'll talk more about that on the next episode. Did I just like, what did I just do with my wrist? <laughs> I don't really know what just happened over there. Okay, we're going to go to uh, to the actual episode. We just like This is almost a whole podcast on its own. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? This is what... I, this, is, this is my love for you, the Jog Pod universe. Just putting out content. This is making you guys happy on what is most likely a terrible Tuesday. I'm sure you're having a bad morning. Maybe your coffee wasn't what you wanted to be. Chances are the Starbucks lady couldn't fucking write your correct name on the cup. That guaranteed to happen. That's not even I'm right. sure she spelled my name N-I-K-K-I because yeah. screw her. Because you're a stripper, obviously. That's right. Anyway, we're going to get to the body of this special episode 69 <laughs> of Just Another White Guys podcast with the lovely and talented radio impresario, the Lord of the Rings. Damn it, I fucked it you up. You screwed it up. Oh. God damn it, I suck. <laughs> The Lord of the Wing, Dana Wessel, coming up on this special episode of Just Another White Guys Podcast. Let's go jogging. As you have heard at the top with uh, another wonderful cold open that I've put together for you guys, um, this is a very special episode. It's, you know, and there's only one person that could be a guest for this special episode. Of course, this is episode 69. Nice. So there's only one so man. Nice. There's only one man. That could be on this podcast as my special guest. And that is the one and only Dana Wessel. Dana, welcome back to Jockpod, sir. Well, Dustin, thank you. I mean, honestly, it means a lot to me to be able to, um, to be on a podcast this nice. This is the this is one of the nicest podcasts in the history of nice podcasts. As far as podcasts go, this one is pretty nice. I've I've poured myself, even though most people are going to hear this on Tuesday morning, as probably they're you know getting it, rolling into the second day of the week and, and all this sort of stuff. I and we are recording this on a Saturday night, so I have a cocktail in hand uh, because it's a nice cocktail for this nice episode. Yeah, it has to be. Should I pour more? I think I need to pour one myself. I, I feel like you probably need one. Now, this of course is not an official cocktail hour, but. 
you know, it's the jog pod. So do we really need an excuse to have cocktails? No, know. we really, really, especially on a podcast this nice. I don't think I, I don't have uh, rules. There are no rules, basically. There, there are. I no feel rules. like speaking of people that have no rules. Well, that's not true. They have one rule and that's that family is the most important thing. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, your 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 boys uh, from the Fast and the Furious are spinning off a movie. The this Hobbs movie, this Ho- what uh, what are we thinking about this Hobbs whole thing? It, it kind of feels like our boy Dwayne has hijacked this whole Fast and Furious franchise. Here's the deal: I think Hobbs and Shaw, you know, because they're doing it. It's you know, it's it's Dwayne Johnson and it's uh, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. But uh, they're Jason they're they're doing. Statham. Jason Statham, yeah, there it is. Um, they're doing their movie together, and I think that it's all kind of a ruse between Dwayne Johnson and uh, Vin Diesel. You know what I mean? They're just working everyone to get them all to. They're, they're, they're It's like uh, it's like Dwayne is Dwayne is booking a movie where like he's booking it like a yeah. wrestling match where they're gonna have the big he, blow off. Yeah, so he, they're they're kind of booking it like Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Vin Diesel. They hate each other. They actually, I feel like, because you know, Rock, you know, Rock's one of our favorites. He's one of those old school guys. Like he knows how to like you know make things happen. You know, a little bit. So I think that uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a little testimonial between them. But I think uh, I think at the end of this movie, it's going to end up with. Vin Diesel coming in to save the rock. Ooh, the babyface comeback. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so I have a question. So this is not an officially numbered fast movie. This is a spin-off. No. It's Hobbs and Shaw. The next mm-hmm. the next Fast and Furious movie that comes out is Fast Nine. Is that correct? Nine. Nine is correct, yes. So Fast Nine. Okay, so they're gonna do that. So here I have a pitch for you for Fast Ten. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. It's, bring it, bring it, Dustin. Come on now, it's bring Vin, it. It's Vin and the Rock, and it's called Fastamania. Oh. <laughs> okay, I keep mean, going. I'm should, liking. I'm liking it so should, far. Should, should I just take your money now? Yeah, I, I was gonna say. Like, do you I, need anything else I, from I, me? Because I'm mean, already. I don't. I don't. I, don't think, I just took my shirt off, Dustin. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I need to pitch any more than that. I mean, it's it's and it's them on the poster. They're each yep. so on the po- so here's what the poster looks like. The the yeah. banner's Fastamania and it's mm-hmm. like an old school WWF poster. You have Vin on one side, you have Dwayne on yep. the other, nose to nose faced off. Underneath underneath Vin is uh his uh what the hell was that car that he drove in the first one that he pulls out Charger. of the garage? Pulls that he's got the charger underneath him, kind of shadowy. It's kind of like that's his second underneath. Yeah. Underneath Dwayne is one of his big trucks that he's driving in these new uh-huh. movies, and that's uh-huh. all. They don't, they're not going to tell you anything else. All it is is this is the final showdown. It's Fastamania. Well, I'm, I'm I'm all in. <laughs> you, you know that about me. I'm how, all in. How right? am I not a Hollywood producer? You should be honestly, Dustin. It's, I, it's kind of it's kind of insulting that you're not because you know more about. And kind of make things make things better than anyone else. Anyone else I know. I, I feel like I feel like I go into a pitch meeting with that, and they just throw a check in my lap, and they're just like, "Boom, yeah, go and, make this and fucking movie." Yeah, and they're like, well, "Well, how did we not have this idea beforehand?" You know, and 
And they're all kind of like standing around like that board meeting, you know, type table, you know, like big, like mahogany. And they're all looking around like, how do we not come up with this idea? Well, Dustin did. And it's so much better than anything you could have done in your entire life. And and not to give myself too much credit, but I literally. No, no, no. I I think I I, I can give yourself a bunch of credit. I literally came up with that now. That's not a bit. That's, I've, not been, I've not been holding on to a bit. I didn't write this out. I have a list of questions that I work from a lot of times when we talk. There's nothing about Fast and Furious on any of this. Yeah. This was, this well, was uh, as Jim Cornette would say, in the sperm of the moment. My sperm of the moment. I love Jim Cornette, by the God. way. Do you listen to his podcast? I should listen to him more often than I do, but yeah, when it's I so do good. check it out, he's the fucking best. It's just, it's so amazing. I just, it, uh, I love, he's, I he's, love he's, Jim. He's, he's an old school guy who loves the business so much that I just, you know, I just eat up every word he has to say. I, I love Jim so much. The one thing I do, and this is probably partially my own fault because he probably doesn't expect that people are listening to every single thing that he says all of the time, but he has a yeah. tendency to reuse some phrases and uh, retell some stories. I'm like, yeah, sure. I, I get it. I've, I've heard you do that bit before, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, give me all the Jim. I mean, he has two podcasts that come out each week and I highly recommend both of them. He has one where they focus on just talking about uh, answering questions from the wrestling fans. It's pretty much all wrestling. Then he has another podcast where uh, he talks some, he'll tell some wrestling stories and then other times he will, uh, you know, take the piss out of Donald Trump or the Republican party, which he likes to do from time to time. He has some, epic, yeah. he has some epic political rants and it's uh speaking of the uh, wrestling. Uh, I saw uh, fighting with my family this weekend. Did you, how was that? I actually, I loved it. It was so good. Because the story, if you know, you know what it is. It's it's Paige and, you know, her story of, you know, being a young girl in, you know, London and coming through and getting an NXT and stuff. And it was right. great. Rock, Rock obviously did a couple of cameos. He, the type of cameos you could tell that like, he filmed in one day, you know? Right. Well, of course, that's, but, uh, that movie was produced by The Rock's but, uh, Seven Bucks Productions. Exactly, yeah. As he, as he continues to take over all of Hollywood on the way to becoming our next president. Exactly. Would you vote for him, by the way? I think I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, would I, mean like to, I would like to hear if he has, you know, like some policies, like not just, hey, I'm Dwayne and I'm going to go in and, yeah. you know, lay the smack down. Like if he comes yeah. out, if he walked to the podium and he was like, I'm going to go to Washington and layeth the smacketh down. I mean, I would probably just vote for him right there. Oh, yeah. but, <laughs> but I would like to see a few policy initiatives like, hey, policy we're going to go like, like, you know, we're going to actually give, know what's happening going. We're finally going to get right health care for everyone. And, you know, the, yeah. you know, all these sort of they, 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 that would be nice. Those would be nice things to hear. Yeah. Just like uh, on the nicest uh, podcast of all time. That's right. I I would say that I would feel a little bit um, conflicted about voting for him after railing against how like we're only voting. People are only voting for Trump because like he's famous. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, I would. But I mean. You know, Dwayne goes out and like does community service stuff and does make a wish stuff and does these sorts of things. But 
I don't know, rock the brand. I mean, I don't know. Do you do you ever do you hold it against Rock that he went Hollywood? We never really have we talked about this. I don't hold I anything mean, against. I I I begrudge no one making all the money that they can. Yeah. I mean, I. It is a little bit, and I think you. I think Cena is finally coming to grips with this, having bad mouthed Rock going away after saying, "Oh, the the WWE is his home, and he was never going away." Well, mm-hmm. John's finding out that when uh, you finally get start getting these offers and this sort of stuff, that it's uh, that it's a little Those bit tougher to, 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 to stay committed to uh, to wrestling. You know, when someone wants to start writing you fat checks and you don't have to fall down and hurt yourself. And you don't have to, you know, end up in Bozier City, Louisiana in fucking right. February with uh, like 1,500 people in the building. Uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, it makes powerful. a lot of sense. I'm happy with uh, anyone who wants to just, I mean, what's what what's the thing? What's one of the things that you guys say on your radio show almost all the time? Go live your best life. Go live your best life, yeah. And if your best life is just going out there and, you know, getting checks and not having to, you know, do back body drops, you know, five nights a week, then fuck yeah, dude. A hundred percent. Speaking of your boy, uh, John Cena, what's, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think about him uh, jumping on the uh, Nickelodeon bandwagon and bringing back Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader as a host? I'm loving it because, you know what? I think I think the world of John Cena. I mean, I think the we've talked about this before on the podcast. Uh, you know, him and I we ended up getting a drink together one night. But I think the world of John Cena. I think is the coolest dude in the world, and good for him for you know getting some checks for just reading questions off to you know a bunch of fourth graders. You know, who cares? <laughs> A hundred percent. He and he should he should go out and do that. Uh, I believe I was flipping through the channels a few weeks ago, and did I see that Double Dare has returned with uh, some some chick as the host, but Mark Summers doing the uh, like the announcing? Yeah, he's still doing the thing, and there's it's coming to Minneapolis, and I'm wondering if I if I should like. You know, cause I looked at tickets and they're definitely a couple hundred bucks, but I kind of want to do it just because it's Mark Summers and it's Double Dare. You know, Wait, it's <laughs> a couple. It's a couple hundred bucks to go watch them do Double Dare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Well, I guess that's how they have to pay for all those prizes. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if I'm they, shelling they out, don't, if they, I'm shelling out a couple hundies, I want to go down the Sunday slide. Yeah, they don't send uh, kids to uh, space camp uh, for free, but <laughs> but I'm actually kind of intrigued just because just because Mark Summers is going to be there, you know, like he he was like the game host of our of my childhood at least. A hundred percent. Now, if you look at it this way, you did get some uh, freebies for wrestling. So if mm. you average it out and you look, I got free tickets for wrestling. And I paid X amount of dollars for a double dare. If you average them as two uh, important entertainment events in your life, you maybe you feel a little bit better about that cost. You know, Dustin, do- you're dollar Dustin, dollar cost average. Dustin, you're the smartest person I've ever talked to in my entire life, and you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I'm definitely gonna leverage that uh, in, in my own mind. <laughs> hey. 
I am the master at justifying just about anything. Yeah. The only thing I can't, I, I mean, I can pretty much get behind justification for anything other than like hurting other people. Well, of course, yeah. Who would and do even that? and even yeah. then, I could probably ju- and depending on the person, I could probably justify that. But like you, you know, you kids, probably make work, kids yeah. and stuff like that, you know, those that that sort of thing. How are you holding up uh, about the uh, Foo Fighters situation? By the way, oh, I it's just I, trying to. I, I think it's I think it's a little. I I can't even really talk. I'm too sad about it. It's it hurts. It pains. My me. bad. My bad. My, I shouldn't have brought so, it up. <laughs> Uh, shout out to my friend Marty, who's been on the podcast a number of times. He, uh, I was a little bit of an asshole on Twitter uh, on Friday mm-hmm. um, because there was a – I had received an email Friday from uh, one of the local venues uh, that we go to quite a bit for our shows. Uh, Amy Schumer was supposed to be coming to town uh, here pretty soon, and oh, yeah. they had sent out an email – that uh you could they were doing a special offer you could get two for one uh tickets to her show and then later that afternoon it's announced oh unfortunately amy is sick and has had to cancel the rest of her tour so she's not just canceling houston she's canceling all of her tour and so i made so i made a shitty comment on twitter about hmm what a coincidence i get a two for one email and then she cancels her shows i you know what a coincidence yeah my buddy marty decides to chime in with hey at least you at least uh you hadn't already bought the tickets. They usually cancel after you've already bought your tickets. Oh like, wow. that, that is fucking cold blooded, but I yeah. also respect you. Cold blooded he trades you, but it's kind of it's kinda of hilarious, Dustin. I mean, he's a hundred percent right, but also fuck you, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> because I know I know he's going to listen to this, so fuck you, Marty. I love you, but yeah, fuck, fuck you, you that, Marty. That was, that was hurtful. Hey. Marty, because I know he's listening. You got him. You dragged him. That was great. Yeah. Congratulations! <laughs> like a round of applause, to Marty. Shout out to Marty. Yeah, Marty. Shout uh, out, Marty. Marty is one of the uh, the biggest assholes that I know, which is why I love him so much. And he just yeah. he'll just say like the the worst possible thing at any time. Yeah, you know he is. Uh, and, and this one he is, won't even think about he is, it. He is filter free and gives zero fucks. So. That, that's he, that's uh, Marty seems like my kind of guy. He, I think, I think you would enjoy his company. He also uh, likes to imbibe of the booze, which uh, we've been. Oh, he do. does, huh? Yeah, well, oh, you know. interesting. Interesting. How many, how many people do you know that I'm friends with that don't drink? No, uh, none. Literally, literally <laughs> none. Yeah, yeah. So, we can't. Uh, we can't. I mean, on, uh, quite frankly, people need alcohol just to be around me for any sustained period of time. Anyway, so. And also, who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? Why do you think my wife continually gets shipments of wine from Oregon? She can't get through this fucking marriage sober. Because <laughs> Nikki knows what's up, and she loves you, it's and like, she's uh, just, you know, occasionally needs a bottle of red. No big deal. It's like, just pour me another glass of wine and shut the fuck up. Ah, uh, yeah. Dawson, 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 Dawson. Pour me one more. <laughs> That was a fantastic impersonation of a drunk person. <laughs> oh, thank you. you. I appreciate that. So, so rumor has it it's uh, snowing in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it's been awful around here. It really has been. Like we uh, dealing like twelve inches of snow, and now we're gonna get more tonight. And 
So anyone who's listening to this right now, it's Saturday night and we're kind of basically just kind of looking in the window waiting for more snow because it just keeps coming and coming did, and coming and coming. Did I? Nice. Did I read this correctly? Uh, snowiest February of all time? Snowiest February in Minnesota of all time, yeah. We broke record. Like 32, was, like 32 plus inches? Yep. It was pretty much uh, all me. I did a lot of work for it, you know, and uh, so I celebrated a lot with a lot of family, you know, because we did a big thing, but no, it was, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's been like, it just doesn't stop, dude. You know what I think? Like, you've been in Minnesota, obviously, and you're here and you're like, oh yeah, it it snows occasionally, but it's been nonstop. (laughs) It's just, you know, I've. I've been complaining about the Houston weather recently because like when I moved to Houston, I was promised, Oh yeah, it's so nice here in the winters, sunshine and all this sort of, it's been cloudy for like four fucking months. Like the oh, sun... I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Dustin. I'm I, so sorry. I mean, I, I realize, but you, what you, what you don't come down motherfucker, come down here in July when it's yeah. 120 degrees with the humidity and then, yeah. you know, I, granted, I don't have to shovel humidity, that's, so that's <laughs> fine, but, like, it's still, it's oppressive on a different scale, you yeah. know, so it's a different thing, you know. It's different and oppressive, yeah. So, I'm, don't don't get me fired up about the weather, Dana, god damn it. Dude, I will, I <sighs> will, like, I, I, I'm really so sorry. Many, that, you know. So many weather hot takes just flying around. I'm really sorry that, you know, it's it's warm down there in Houston, not warm enough for you, for your pool. I don't, I'm really sorry. I, I really I really do it. It's not so much that I need it to be warm. I would like the sun to come out once in a while. Yeah. Like tomorrow the sun is going to come out for like, I think it, it came out for a while on Thursday, but I was at work all day. That doesn't help me. I need the sunshine yeah. on my days off. It's going to be sunny tomorrow with the nicest temperature, 69 degrees. Mm. Nice, <laughs> but then it's gonna be cloudy and stormy for like another week, and not fun yeah. stormy like Stormy Daniels. It's just gonna be re- regular <laughs> terrible stormy. <laughs> shout out to my shout out to my close personal friend Stormy Daniels. She and I had one close interaction once, and it was lovely. Oh, uh, where was it? The strip club? Of course. Not only was Did it, you, I haven't told you this story. This I've told no, this story. No, I've, no, no, yeah, bring, bring it on. I've I need to hear this story. I've, I've told this story on the podcast before, but uh, I met Stormy Daniels uh, the night before my wedding. Oh, nice. I went before to, she was like big time story, you know, Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was, she was pretty, she I was mean, always, but ten, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like she, I mean, she wasn't, she, she, she hadn't uh, been blessed by, uh, by uh, Trump, you our, know. Our although although yeah. it was like right around the same time, so you know, I have the distinction of having my hand have having placed my hands upon breastuses that have also had their hands placed on them by a president. Wow! So you know, look at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally one degree of Donald Trump, and I hate myself. Basically, for. yeah, it's kind of like the six degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon. You're pretty much right there but yeah so the night before my wedding we did uh we did the rehearsal dinner 
We had the mm-hmm. uh, we had one of the most Minnesota rehearsal dinners of all time. Hideaway Pizza. Shout out to Hideaway. Oh, nice. Pizza. Yeah, love my no, sorry, love not me Hideaway. Some Hideaway. Not Hideaway. Broadway. I'm sorry. Broadway. Yeah. Oh, Broadway? Oh, Broadway. Broadway? Even better. Oh, yeah. my God. Apple Valley? Oh, my God. They're the best. So, so delicious. Um, but, yeah. So, we did that. Nikki uh, went to a hotel uh, with, you know, her maid of honor and all this. They were going to go do pictures and hair and all that in the morning. And myself, my best man, Scotty Wynn, and my cousin, Andrew, were uh, just going to go back to our apartment in St. Paul. And then we decided that, uh, you know... Maybe we should go get into some shenanigans and decided yeah, to of course. Uh, Why not? go to a uh, downtown Minneapolis gentleman's establishment once we had heard that uh, the uh, the lovely and talented Stormy Daniels was uh, in town. So uh, mm-hmm. we enjoyed we enjoyed uh, her company for nice. Time. And uh, I have a, a lovely Polaroid picture that uh, is on display. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you'll have to uh, discreetly uh, give me a, you know, send me a picture of that. I mean, it doesn't have, I mean, Nikki knows about it, so it doesn't have to be that discreet, but. No, no, I know that, but. It's, you know it's, I mean. uh, yeah. it's nicely tucked into the corner of a framed autographed picture of uh, WWF Sonny uh, oh. that uh, is also on a, on a shelf in my. Uh, oh, Sonny, she was so beautiful. Oh, she was amazing. Who's your favorite um, WWE early, like mid nineties? Oh, Sunny, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, Sunny, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I go back and forth between Sunny and Sable. Obviously, we know Sable so much because of uh, you know Lesnar and everything. But Sunny, she was so so beautiful. It was fantastic. I think. Uh... We let's let's trans. We've we've got we've it's been a little wrestling heavy here at the beginning of the program, and you know how much my listeners love when we talk wrestling. So let's yeah. uh let and you let's know, transition out. Yeah, we've, we've got we've got wrestling and snow hot takes. We better uh better move it along, or people are gonna. I mean, they probably have already tuned it out already. But fuck that. <laughs> let's be honest. If you, honest, haven't, if yeah. you haven't hung, if you're not hanging with us and not listening all the way through to this, the nicest episode of the mm-hmm. podcast ever. Nice. Then, then fuck you. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, how do you? How are you feeling about the end of the Charlie Coyle era in Minnesota? Are you as heartbroken well, as I am? I, I'm not. I think they just need to just sell everybody and just kind of move on. You know what I mean? Am I, I wrong on that take, Dustin? Uh, I don't know. You, you tell me. You know, I like. I don't. I I just feel like it was not going to happen with them. So they need to just kind of throw everybody in the bag and the, the, trade them off and the problem, go for it. The problem is the bottom of the Western Conference in the National Hockey League is so uh, mediocre, no one's jumping up and taking control of that playoff spots. I mean, right. so they still can make the playoffs, so it's tough to be like, hey, let's get rid of everyone. Um, yeah. And also at the same time, but, so many of their see, players of value are playing so poorly that you're literally mm-hmm. selling at the bottom of their value. So Barrow, it's, yeah, exactly. But I mean, even if they make the playoffs, do you trust, do you think this team could somehow they have the goalie that could stand, stand on his neck and kind of, you know, make a big, make a big push. I really don't No, but I mean, at the same time, this is a team in the regular season, at the very least, that always seems to play better against the better teams. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. If if it's the team that showed up in Vegas that I saw live and in person, yeah. that team could win a playoff series. Right. That team hustled and that team got after it and I don't know. I But this Fenton, team doesn't this team doesn't really seem like they're playing for anything right now. No. They don't they don't seem motivated. They don't seem like they're playing for their coach. They don't seem like they're played playing for each other. They kind of seem just like a generic team that just kind of like waiting for the off season yeah, for they seem, they time, seem, time to go play golf. They seem I mean? they seem like a team that realizes uh, or has a, at the very least bought into the thought that they can't get past the first round and they're not mm-hmm. willing to put in all of the effort that it takes to really push in the regular season just so that they can be out of the playoffs in eight days. Yeah, exactly. So they're not. It's it's kind of like if we get in, we get in. If we don't, and that's that's just that's just poor leadership from. And I don't think it's I don't think it's Bruce Boudreaux's fault. I think I I have a very negative opinion on Ryan Suter these days. Yeah. And given the fact that uh, I I think I mentioned this in the last podcast or two podcasts ago, uh, the fact that uh, one of Ryan Suter's best friend is former Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker tells me everything mm-hmm. that I really need to know about Ryan Suter. Oh, uh, Ryan, yeah. So I'm not I'm not. And Ryan's super talented. Ryan is a talented defenseman, but he the ankle injury. He's not the same player. He's still no. solid. He's still a really good defenseman, but. We have six plus years left of him and Parisi. I I I wonder. God, I wonder. This is really that long. Yeah, yeah. We oh, they man. were signed to thirteen year deals. The midway of point of this season was the midway point of their thirteen year deals. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I wonder, and and with the way Zach has played this year, he's played really well. I just wonder, had he gotten back surgery two seasons ago, uh-huh. you know, if it's a different, if it's a different trajectory, this team has had a different trajectory. But, trajectory uh, than it is right now. But yeah, they seem to have, they seem to have certainly gotten the message when Charlie Coyle was traded to Boston that, oh hey, yeah, all of us uh, could go anytime, and maybe we need mm-hmm. to pull our heads out of our asses and get something I mean, done. Guess, guess what happened? Nothing. Oh, they've won two games in a row. Yeah, sure, but yeah, I don't know. But I mean, against two teams, they should beat the Rangers and the the Red Wings. I mean, they they should beat those teams. But those are the yeah. kind of teams they hadn't been beating. At, you know, coming off the All Star break, I was beginning to think maybe uh, that game I saw in in Las Vegas where uh, they played really well. I was beginning to think maybe that was going to be like the last good game they played the rest of the season. But I guess we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. See what it's gonna be interesting to see what uh, what moves uh, Paul Fenton has made, and obviously by the time this podcast comes out, those moves will have been completed. The NHL uh, trade deadline is uh, is on Monday, so if there's any more giant Minnesota Wild news, I may uh, throw a little extra in at the end of this podcast, but you never know. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with them just kind of punting on the season and just kind of aiming. Even if they get in, they're not gonna. They're not gonna make a big run, Dustin. No, Do you but, really think? But here's yeah. no. I. I mean, I. I don't really believe that they would. But uh, Bruce Boudreaux talked about this in a press conference a few days ago. Uh, no one believed in the Los Angeles Kings uh, the year that they won the Stanley Cup. They didn't play really. They didn't play good pretty much the whole season. 
But they got mm. it together the last five games of the year, squeaked into the eighth seed, and then went on a run and won the Stanley Cup. So you can't you can't win the Stanley Cup if you don't make the playoffs. Exactly. So if they don't if they if they don't make it, then they have no chance. If they get in, is it likely? No, but anything is possible once people once you start playing the games. No, of course. Uh, I, I just don't think they have the goalie to Sam's head to you know make a big run. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, I'm wrong because you know. I mean, we need the Stanley Cup here in Minnesota. I mean, we've never had it. <laughs> I think I think Devin Dubnik gets a bad rap. I think he's a better goalie than the narrative would suggest in Minnesota. But mm-hmm. it's also because he hasn't come through in a big playoff game. And also yep. he has a tendency to, to let in some soft goals. And so mm-hmm. there's, there's this feeling that I, there's a feeling that he's not as good of a goalie that if you actually look just statistically speaking, he's, he's an above average goalie. He's not the best goalie, but he's a solid goalie. So, I mean, he's I don't fun. Know. yeah. But it's not like uh, it's not like they got one just in the wings waiting to, you know, make things happen. As with as with a lot of things with this team, what they have on the ice is about as uh, good as it gets because they don't really have a lot of things in the pipeline. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And for those of you that are still around after the hockey talk, congratulations, you've made it through that portion of the segment. Wow, did people actually make it through the hockey talk? <laughs> Probably not, but you know, no. <laughs> if, they, if they love me, they will still be here. And I love them too, so that's amazing. Now, for those people that have been listening and paying attention, you'll know that a few weeks ago, I went to Las Vegas and one of the nicest people in my entire life also happened to be in Las Vegas. Do you know who that was? Lady Gaga, was she there? Well, she was there, but you were in Las Vegas the same time as I was. And we had a Man, magical no. afternoon of drinking and watching football. It was so much fun just to hang out with you and just be a... What, what bar were we at? What, what was I even called? I can't even remember. We were, it was up the strip, wasn't We were at the Westgate <laughs> Hotel and Casino. Yeah. Uh, at the one of the bars in the casino, mm-hmm. just uh, drinking our brains away. Yeah, just drinking, hanging out. It was so much fun watching. You know, the games that I didn't even put money on. I really didn't give a shit. I was just so excited to see you and Heather got to be there too, and we got to hang out, and it was so much fun, dude. It it was it was a blast getting to chat with your wife, uh, having not ever met her before. And oh yeah, you, know, you guys only met uh, via social media, so that was the first well, time you guys ever no, met. Person. No, remember she has been a guest on the podcast before, so we've oh, had that's a, right, that's we've right, had that's a conversation. Right, that's right. But you know, she's, that's right. Yep, that's a deep cut. This is a while back, but uh, you know, she was a fantastic guest, and uh, you know, always an open invitation to return. She's got a very busy schedule now, doing lawyerly things, and you know, yeah, doing lawyer shit. You know, yeah. Made a transition to a new uh, a new job, so congratulations to her for that. She seemed pretty excited about it. Oh, she's very excited, and she's killing it right now. It's, I'm just like so like I'm like glowing right now. I'm so happy for her. 
She is, uh, I don't know if she is aware of this, but she is the f- official uh, legal correspondent of Just Another Why Guys podcast. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't come with any money or anything like that. And yeah. I, don't really, I don't really bother her with questions, but, you know. Does, does, yeah, doesn't, uh, does, yeah, doesn't come with any cash, but, uh, yeah, she's uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. It comes with all of my love and respect. I feel that's and more that's important all, than cash. And, and that's all that matters. Who, when... Who needs cash when you have my love? No, exactly. That's right. what I. That's what I told my wife the first five years of our marriage. You don't, <laughs> you, you don't need any I'll, money. I'll, you don't need I'll, any I'll, money. I'll, you have my love. I'll do work with you, Nikki. Yeah, Is that I mean, working okay? You know, we were poor for a long time. That's what happens. Nice. I love we that. were we were poor in money, but rich in love. Wow! Rich this in is, love. This is this is the. Uh, not the nicest part of the podcast. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, what, what number is it, by the way? I believe this is episode 69. Nice. So, uh, tell me about uh, what. Tell me about your Vegas experience. You know, we. Uh, it's possible that I drank a few too many beers that afternoon while we were watching football, and we had intended mm-hmm. to reconnect. But I went to my hotel room and fell asleep. Um, yeah, I did too. I did the same thing. Uh, we were we we went to Vegas just to go see Lady Gaga, and we were so lucky that we got to go see her pop show and her jazz show, and it was incredible. Stephanie Germanato is just the best. She's fantastic. Now, of course, you guys went to that show, and she did have a surprise guest at that show. Mr. Tony Bennett came out for the jazz show. Yeah. And it I, I was know... not, uh, it was not, uh, Mr. Bradley Cooper. No. Did, uh, how did Heather feel finding out that Cooper showed up shortly after we had been there? It was like the week after. And she was actually okay because he, Bradley Cooper is not a very good singer. You know, so. right? But it's it's a it's a moment, you know. It's it's, it's a moment. It's a moment seeing them sing together. But Heather loved the song so much that she just kind of like took it all in without Bradley being there, and then she just kind of you know loved it. I I I have an unhealthy obsession with Shallow right now. I think it's probably um, it's about, it, it's it might be song. it might be the most white thing about me is how much I love that song. <laughs> I know, right? What are your What are your predictions for the Oscars tomorrow? Well, sir, it's funny that you mentioned the Oscars. I just so happen to have a list here. Now, of course, this podcast will be up on Tuesday, so the Oscars will really have already happened. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's the perfect opportunity for us to give our predictions of the Oscars that are 100% sure to go wrong. So I yeah. feel like these will be timely and people will be able to make fun of us after the fact when we've given incorrect predictions, or it could be crazy. We could run the table, get them all right, and look like goddamn geniuses. But just know if we do get these right, we didn't record them after the fact. This is Saturday night. This hasn't happened yet. So, you know, hang with us here. So let's uh, let's look at uh, Best Director. The nominees for Best Director, Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Did you see that movie? I did actually, and I fucking loved it. Beautiful. I have not seen. I have not seen. Actually, I have not seen any of the movies that are up for best director. 
Powell, 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 Powlikowski for Cold War. Don't know who that is. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite. Don't know who that is. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Now, Roma's interesting, of course, because uh, it's mainly a Netflix movie. Uh, it's up on the Netflix. You can go and watch it. You don't have to go to the theater to see uh, an Oscar-nominated uh, film. I haven't bothered to watch it. I, I've heard it has subtitles. I don't want to go to the movies and read, so fuck that. Um, subtitles suck, but, uh, have, have you Have you watched Roma? Nope. Nope? All right, well. Uh, and then Adam McKay for Vice, which I wanted to see but haven't bothered to see. Um, so I, I don't know. Who do you think's coming home with the trophy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. To, it's honestly tough. I, I want. I I want Spike Lee to win. To be honest with you, I I would like to see Spike Lee win. I feel like it'll probably be Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. It seems like everyone has a hard on for that movie. So yeah, um, you know, and uh, what, he's the dude that did uh, that uh, Sandra Bullock space movie, right? I think so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really. What the hell was yeah, the name I of that didn't... movie? I didn't like it, but I remember. I know you're talking about it. And yeah, yeah it, that movie came out like five years ago. Fuck that movie. Yeah, it was there, and uh, it went, and we actor, were on their lives. Actor in a supporting role, we have Mahershala Ali for the Green Book. Mahershala Ali, by the way, I don't know if you're watching True Detective on HBO right now. Mahershala Ali, goddamn awesome. Love that guy. Nope, you're not in on uh, not in on that show. <laughs> oh hello, yeah, no, I I actually no, I not watched the uh, season three yet. No, True Detective, solid, uh, solid, much better than much better than season two. Uh, so Mahershala Ali for Green Book, uh, Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, uh, for Black Klansman. Uh, wait, 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 hold on, back up. Yes. He's actually nominated. Adam Driver is nominated for Best Supporting Actor in a Supporting Role for Black Klansman. I had no idea. I just thought, wow, I had no idea. I thought he was just, you know. And since I haven't seen him, I can't say whether or not he is deserving. Um, (laughs) I've actually seen a movie that someone has been nominated in this category, Sam Elliott and his Goddamn gorgeous mustache, uh, nominated for supporting role for A Star Is Born. Richard E. Grant oh, for Can You Ever so Forgive Me? Don't know what that movie is. Nope. And because Sam Rockwell was in a movie this year, he's nominated for a fucking Oscar. So uh, Sam Rockwell's nominated for Vice. So uh, dude, don't 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 shit on Sam Rockwell. He's good. I mean, it's not that he's not. I. I I think Sam Rockwell gets a little bit more credit than he. Does. I mean, there's plenty of good actors. I don't. Sam Rockwell doesn't blow my socks up and down. That's a hot take Fair. right there. We. Uh, Fair. Where do we? I was thinking, have you seen the way way back? I mean, he killed in that movie. Well, you know, I can't see all the movies. So. Uh, yeah, I who do we? Who do we think's winning supporting actor? I think. Uh, uh... I feel like I feel like it's Mahershala Ali. Yeah, yeah, I go Ali there too. 
Let's go to uh, actress in a supporting role, the lovely and talented Amy Adams for Vice. Uh, Marina De Tavira for Roma. Uh, Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Yet another movie nominated for an award that I have not seen. Zin. And then two people are nominated for the movie The Favorite. I don't even know what what is this movie The Favorite. What the hell is this movie uh, about? I gotta find. I it. never let's, saw this. Have let's, you seen let, it? Let, no, I don't even know what it is. Let's let's look it up. What's this movie about? Uh, uh, in early 18th century England, a frail Queen Anne occupies the throne, and her close friend Lady Sarah governs governs the country <laughs> in her stead. That sounds like hot garbage. Yeah, I've never watched that movie I'm in my out, entire life. I'm out on that, even though. It is uh, an Oscar nomination for a woman near and dear to my heart, Miss Emma Stone. Love Miss oh, Emma love Stone. Her. I love Emma Stone. Both Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are nominated for supporting actress in a supporting role for this. Um, I'm, I want Regina King to take home the statue. That's who I'm going for, even though I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen any of these yeah. movies, but I want. Yeah, Regina I, I, I take Regina there. Yeah, absolutely. I want. I want the winner. I want the winner of this award to have been in one of my favorite movies of all time. Not a great movie, but still one of my favorites. Enemy of the State with Will Smith. That lady. Oh, that's a good. That's a good action I movie. That. I love that movie. But I feel like yeah. someone who's been that's in that an, movie that, that's should a, have that's an, an under. That's an underloved, underappreciated, yeah. uh, like '90s, early 2000s action movie. Super, super strong performance from uh, Gene Hackman. Love me some Gene. Yeah, Hackman. exactly. I was gonna say Gene Hackman was a back so in that. Lots of uh, lots of those uh, late '90s uh, st- like uh, next next guy sort of stars like Jamie Kennedy yep. and uh, uh, what's um, what's the fucking Gary Busey? Gary Busey's kid is in that movie. <laughs> Uh, little yeah. uh, mi- like a uh, little midget boy, uh, Scott Con. Um, oh, Scott Con! All, yeah. all of those little like, hey, we know that guy from that thing. We know that dude who was in that one thing. Exactly. That... There's a, there's a bunch of those guys. And shout yeah. out, shout out to the strong performance of Jack Black in that movie. Underrated. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, I forgot that Jack Black Deep was cut. in that. Holy Deep shit. cut. Deep cut. Yeah. Actress in a leading role. Uh, Yalitza Aprecio from Roma. Fuck that movie. Uh, yep. Glenn Close for The Wife. This feels like uh, this feels like a Glenn Close uh, Lifetime Achievement nomination to me. Yeah, exactly. Which means, I think which, means which means she's probably gonna win. I feel like she's yep. been winning all the awards this year. So, yeah. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. This movie, why is this movie getting so many awards? It sounds terrible. If you and I have never seen it, then mm-hmm. fuck it. Fuck that movie. The The person who should win all of the awards for all of the great things that she's done for us, this should be her. I don't know how it's gone from this is going to get her an Oscar to no one even talking about it, but Lady Gaga for A Star is Born. I don't know how she yep. doesn't win. She should win. She should get all the statues. They should make a new Oscar just not for any other things, anything else than just to give it to her. That's what I yeah. say. Yeah, make it all up for Stephanie's 
terminology. And then Melissa, McCar- Melissa McCarthy is nominated for a movie called Can You Ever Forgive Me? No, Melissa McCarthy, I can never forgive you because no. I sat through the Happy Time Murderers earlier this week. <laughs> got, you saw that? Dude, I, <laughs> I watched how that. Bad, how bad was it? On, okay, I'm not going to lie. I laughed out loud a few times. I mean, a couple of times, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad, but it's still it's still pretty funny. When you watch a puppet ejaculate for thirty straight seconds uh, with silly, uh, when they and they use silly string for the ejaculate and it covers the entire office that he's in, I'm not gonna lie, I laughed. I just, this is funny, the kind dude. of person I am. I can't. If I'm being completely honest, I I laughed. You know, to when the, when you have a uh, when you have a scene where. Uh, they're shooting a pseudo porn with a cow and an octopus doing an eight way reach around. I mean, I'm gonna laugh. I, I can't. I can't help it. Uh, I, I'm laughing right now just picturing that. So, but, uh, <laughs> no, not not a re- not a good movie. So, I think we both agree that uh, Glenn Close will probably win, but we wish Lady Gaga would win. We wish Stephanie Germanata would definitely win, but uh, unfortunately, it's probably not gonna happen. Actor in a leading role, littered with names that you know and love, Christian Bale for Vice, another transformative performance from the Batman himself, our, bo- our, 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 our close personal friend, someone we're so close with, we don't even use his full name, we just use a nickname for him, Coop, Coop himself. Coop, my Brad- boy Coop, Bradley my boy Cooper, Coop. Nominated for uh, his performance as... Uh, What's that guy's name? Jax? Jackson. Uh, yeah, Jax. Jackson Maine. Jackson Maine. Jackson Maine. The, the drunk guy. Shout in, out uh, to Jackson Maine. Yeah. Uh, but Bradley Cooper nominated for A Star is Born. Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. No idea what that movie is. I didn't realize. Oh, wow. Dafoe was nominated? Met I Willem had no Dafoe? idea. He's coming in hot. Oh. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, yeah, this movie, he, now here, he's going to win. They're giving him these awards. Here's what I don't understand. How is Bohemian Rhapsody getting all of these? Get, it's a movie that's like the movie. The, the, what I've heard is the only good thing about the movie is the music. Yeah. That's not and the him. music's already been established. Like, it's not because Rami Malek is singing it, you know? It's great because, you and know. You know I heard a very fucking Mercury. I heard a very interesting, interesting thing today. So one of the greatest actors of our time is a gentleman by the name of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. It took him very like familiar, it took right, him like far. it took him like twenty years and like fifteen awesome movies before he finally got an Oscar. And you're telling mm-hmm. me this fucking Rami Malek is going to get a, an Oscar for his first fucking movie? Really? Yeah. And just like copying and just kind of pretending to sing a bunch of Queen songs, get the fuck out. Leo DiCaprio was dropping fucking science for years. They didn't Big give time. him. They Big didn't time. give him. They didn't give him a statue. This fucking Rami Malek comes in and not puts until some, he went to he, some, he fucking had to, he had to like wrestle a bear and put some <laughs> put some fucking fake teeth in his mouth and a terrible mustache and lip syncs and he gets a goddamn statue. This, this this world isn't fair. This world, yeah. This world is bullshit. I'm telling you, that's fucking bullshit, Dustin. I and then, uh, and then Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. I feel like, yeah. uh, I feel like that's a dark horse pick. Vigo Mortensen. I think it's 
I think you're right. I think uh, Vigo is actually going to win it. But, uh, yeah, not in on this whole Rami Malik nonsense. No, not me either. I mean, yeah, if he wins, he wins, but, yeah. I feel like since I, we, I, I feel I like I feel like since it. we switched to the movie conversation, I've my attitude has been really poor. I apologize. <laughs> don't I'm worry, fine. dude, I'm, Dustin. You're I'm you're all good, baby. You're all good, baby. This is supposed to be the nicest episode of the podcast ever, and I feel like I've uh, nice. I, I feel like I've, I'm I'm less of a six and more of a nine right now. Uh, you're kind of between a six and a nine. That's all that matters. Finally. To round out this scintillating segment, this is the nicest segment we've ever done in this podcast by far. Nice. Best picture. I believe they have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies out of a possible ten spots nominated. First on the board, Vice. Haven't seen it. Don't care. I saw it. It's fine. It's It's fine. It's whatever. It definitely doesn't deserve to win best picture, though. My... My my uh, my second favorite movie of the year, A Star Is Born, nominated for Best Picture. It won't win. Nice. Yeah. It won't win. I wish it would, but it, it won't. Yeah. It's the it's 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 really good. We love it. It it was it was a fucking great movie, and I love it to death. And I, I love it. So I feel much, like I it, feel like it's, if a movie. It, it's, it's it's not a it's not a best. I mean, compared to what's happening right now, it's not going to work for them. I feel like if a movie, that makes any sense. I feel like if a movie makes me cry in the theater, it should win an Oscar. And there's only two movies. Yeah. There's only two movies that did that this year: A Star Is Born and Infinity War. And I feel like oh. Infinity War should win Best Fucking Picture anyway. But these bastards yep. won't do that. Cocksuckers. Yeah. Fuck the Academy. Yeah. Fuck the Academy. Where are we at I'm here? Still- where where we're, we're at? Thinking, uh, what? No, I, I was thinking. I was saying I was thinking about Creed too because that was my favorite movie that didn't get nominated. It's it's hard. I can't believe Paddington didn't make this list. Oh, I know. Oh God, don't even get me started on Paddington. It was the best. Have you seen Paddington? I haven't. I don't watch your. No, fa- I don't watch your favorite movies on purpose just to troll you. Dude, just watch Paddington. Trust me. I, like, so what I need to what I need to do is have a four movie binge. I need to watch Creed one, Creed two, Paddington one, and Paddington two. You don't even watch Paddington one. Just watch Paddington two. Like you will. I've I've seen you cry before, but you will cry harder than you've ever cried before. Just because it'll make you so happy. I cry. I trust. I I'm a free. There's there's people who are free perspirers. I'm a free crier. I cry at yeah. anything. I and cry, you will... I cry I cry at scenes in TV shows that I've watched mm-hmm. over and over again. All, like I know that it's coming and I still cry. Exactly. And there's a, if, there's you an watch, episode, if you there's an episode of a show called The Newsroom that uh oh, yeah. Yeah, I show. love that uh there's a scene in that that show. There's a Coldplay song that kicks in. They're doing this the newscast. I hear the first part of that song and I just fucking start weeping. I can't help myself. I know it's coming. I've seen it 40 times. Still cry. But you still know. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, we've decided uh, fuck Roma. Fuck that movie. Probably still going to win, yep. but fuck that movie. Uh, Green Book, which uh, apparently is another one of these movies that uh, a white person 
uh, thought would be hilarious where uh, a black guy teaches a white guy about the ways of the world back in the time. About the ways of the world, yeah, the, exactly, all, right? All, all about the struggle, you know, because mm-hmm. white people fucking are terrible. We're the worst. We're yeah, literally I hate, the worst. I, I, I literally hate white people. They're the worst. <sighs> We're terrible. Um, The favorite... Still, yeah. I mean, I, 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 how many more times can I say it? Fuck this movie. I'm literally, I literally like, two, like two of the movies on this list. The favorite, eh, who cares? Bohemian Rhapsody. I've heard not a good movie. Good music, not a good movie. Black yeah, Clan, but- Black Klansman. You said it's a good movie. I haven't seen it. Black- I don't know. And and uh, and. and uh- you know, I'm I'm wanting good things for Spike Lee, but yeah. And last, it, last but not least, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture, Black Motherfucking Panther. Yeah, how cool would that be if they won it all? It would be so great. I want to see Kevin right. Feige up there holding a billion dollars from Marvel movie money. I want him mm-hmm. just holding billions of Mar- Marvel money. And a statue, and just be like, I, "How you like me now? How you like me now?" I just want to watch Ryan Coogler walk out there and like, yeah, just kind of like stunted, you know, like, yeah, what up? I just, I just want Kevin Feige to walk up on that stage and just drop his Marvel dick right in front of everyone, and just be like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, you don't think that these movies can win Oscars and make billions of dollars? Try, Lars, try harder, what? Hollywood. Yeah, try harder. Because guess what?" We just won Best Picture, bitch. That would be the best Oscars ever. Yeah. <laughs> Which guarantees that it won't happen because... The it won't happen, but uh, uh, as long as uh, we like to think that it would happen, that's all that matters. I feel like there's not been enough venom and fire in this podcast so far. So I've got a, uh, a, 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 final, a final thing here on my list that I'm, I'm not sure how you're going to react to, but uh, we're going to find out. So it yeah, seems. It. Uh, so it seems uh, your uh, your favorite team, Chelsea, uh, has been fucking cheating or something. What's this? What's been happening with your team? They can't do any transfers. What did what, oh. what they do? Uh, yeah, they fucked some shit up. I mean, so has Real Madrid and uh, Barcelona. But honestly, it's fine. We're gonna be fine, Dustin. Don't bring this up, guys. We're playing Manchester City tomorrow, and we're probably going to lose. And, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Didn't didn't Chelsea give up, like, six goals in a game recently? Uh, why, Dustin, why are you bringing this up? I, I thought know. we were I friends. Mean, we are, I mean, we talked about how terrible the Wild are for, like, 20 minutes. I didn't, yeah, I, didn't I, guess, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not good for Chelsea right now. My favorite team in the entire world. It's kind of sad, actually. Aren't you guys going to get? Aren't you guys going to get like the the Lord Jesus Himself, Christian Pulisic, pretty soon? Christian Pulisic, yes, we are. We got him. He is going to come in next summer, and he's going to be our player, and he's going to score a bunch of goals. And I'm going to buy all of his jerseys, like every jersey, like you know what I mean. You're just going full Christian Pulisic. Oh yeah, of course. Like so, like the how home great? How Pulisic. great is how great is it? Like you love U.S. men's national team soccer so much. You love mm-hmm. Chelsea soccer so much, and he's going to be integral to both. Yeah, it's honestly I can't even describe it. How cool that is. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm curious. 
so you got the uh, you got the crest of the U.S. men's national team. When's the Chelsea tattoo coming? Yeah, I should get that, shouldn't I? Dude, you I'm should go. At, you I, should go full back piece with the just the big <laughs> fucking crest. Like, just go for it. Like, get that go all the way big in, thing. Yeah. And just do it. Oh, fine. All right. Is, is that a challenge? Don't, stuff? don't, don't, I mean, thre- don't threaten me with the good time. Yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. Let's go. I feel like uh, how how is that going to go over with your wife? No, oh, she loves my tattoos. It's all good because I got her uh, initials on my ring finger. So yeah, I feel like I feel like you because what is this thing like a lion or something on this crest? What is this animal holding this stick that thing he's got going on? Yeah, the Chelsea logo. Yeah, it's like an old. It's a lion. It's blue and whatever. With like some sort of scepter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put that thing on your back with some bright color. Do it all all the way. Just like do like yeah, full like, back. Yeah, that huge back, like ginormous. Like or have you got that? Hey, Dustin, have you got a tattoo? No. They kind of hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure they do, but like you know. <laughs> all right. Well, fuck I don't know. It. I don't right. know. Having I, I I know that you finally saw me recently after a really long time. I don't know if you noticed, but my body is like a temple, Dana. <laughs> now it's the now sexiest, it's the, now it's the one of, now it, I've ever seen in my entire now, life. Now it's now it's one of those temples that monkeys live in and throw shit against the wall, but it's a temple nonetheless. <laughs> Still a temple. Still counts. Well, I feel like with the uh awkward silence at the end of that joke, I don't really know how we can continue on from this point. No, I mean I'm here. I love you. I love you too, sir. I'm so excited that you could be on this very special number 69 episode of Just Another Wait, Guys number podcast. what? 69. Nice. So let's uh let's let, let's uh let's finish up on a uh on a lighthearted subject. So recently, yeah. you uh you and your radio cohort Ben Recently, you guys do a, a foodie Friday. You have people come yeah. in, and it's a great bit. You guys have come up with an ingenious way to get people to bring you free fucking food. Shout out to you yeah. guys. Genius. Whoever is the genius in the promotions department or the sales team who's who's managed to bring you guys all these free... Shout out to that person. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, you had someone come in and bring you avocado chocolate. Dude, it's the best. I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely fascinated by this. So uh, I'm gonna, send, I'm, gonna I'm gonna send you. I, actually, I'm gonna put it in the mail and send it to you. It's so good. I, I look. I went on their website because I wanted to see what this was all about. It kind of yeah. looks like it kind of looks like Nutella. Oh, dude, no, it's better than Nutella. Well, I mean, 100%. I'm sure, I'm sure it's better, but I'm saying that's what it, the, the, what it, what it looks like in its form. It just looks like Nutella to me. Yeah, no, it's, it's it better than Nutella. It's healthier than Nutella, and you're well, gonna I don't love really, it. I don't really like Nutella anyway. So anyway. no, I don't either. I fucking hate Nutella, but I'm gonna send you. Oh, I'm gonna send you some avocado. Don't da- you worry, avocado. Don't you worry, Dustin. I'm sending you some avocado. That will be the best day of my life. It will be. Yeah. No, it'll be. It'll be the third best day of my life. My first, the first best day of my life is when you sent me my Dave Grohl pillow 
That was the best. Day oh ever. yeah, that was that, great. That's my best day ever. My second best day ever is when you sent me these beautiful, these beautiful WrestleMania posters that I have over here on my wall. When I'm recording my oh, podcast, man. I just look over. I can see them. They're hanging up there. Prominent, prominent placement in the Jogpod Studio. They got Jogpod their own. Studio. They got their own wall, oh, sir. They, they, they're over oh. there, just by themselves that's, on the wall. Just that's what matters. Where they, where they belong, in a room full of, in a room full of superheroes. The superheroes, the real life superheroes, are up on the wall, where they belong. I love it. Well, sir, we've given our Oscar predictions. We've talked about all the fun time we had in Las Vegas. We talked about the end of the Charlie Coyle era. We've talked about it snowing. Breaking news: snow in February in Minnesota. I feel like I feel like I feel like we've done it all. I, f- I feel like I feel like we've kind of covered everything. I feel, yeah, like, I feel, I feel like, like I feel like we've I feel like we've accomplished our goal of recording the nicest episode of this podcast ever. Ah, uh, so nice. So I just want to say thank you so much for being an inspiration to me. Your humor on the on the Twitter machine, your grind on the radio, your co- you're continually an inspiration to me, and I love you very much, and I thank you for taking. Some time to record with me on this beautiful evening. Do you have anything that you want to say to my beautiful listeners? Or would you like to put, I mean, you could put me over and tell me how great I am. I don't mind. Yeah. Like, I, was I mean, say, if you want to, uh, if you want to like, you know, Dustin, talk, you're talk literally the, the, you're the, literally the greatest person that I know. And being friends with you is beyond, I, I don't even know how to describe it. There's, it means the world to me. And I, I love the fact that I can hang out with you and talk to you on this podcast and everything like that. Cause I love you so much, dude. And a beautiful thing is going to happen. It was a long time between when we last saw each other, when we were at K fan to when we saw ourselves, when we saw each other in Las Vegas this year, but fear not my friend, because we will be seeing each other much sooner than that. As I make my triumphant return to Minnesota in june so yeah stay tuned for that. we're gonna go we'll go find some shenanigans to get into maybe uh maybe you gotta no okay here's what here's what ha- has to happen you gotta you gotta introduce me to justin sutherland oh that's yeah what, fuck that, yeah oh, that has to oh, oh you, need those, you need those uh tennessee hot wings Ooh, you that, will love them you will love them that so has much to, that's, yeah. that has to happen i don't know yeah if, absolutely I don't know. spoiler alert i don't know if people have been watching top chef have you been watching it Oh, it happened, yeah. So you, you you know what happened this week, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah very, voted out, but very, he's still the best. Very sad. Though. Very sad that he didn't make the final four. But anyway, shout out. Spoiler alert: If you haven't been paying attention to Top Chef, Justin didn't make it to the top four. But we uh we got uh we'll we'll come up with some plans. I I don't know exactly how it's all gonna work out, but uh I'll I'll leave I'll leave everyone behind to get down to spend some some time with the uh, the Wessel crew. So uh, bad boy. With that being said, this wraps up episode 69. Nice. And that's it for this week's episode of Just Another White Guys podcast. As always, please share this podcast with someone if you like them or even if you don't. I don't really care. Just share it with someone. I need the listens. This is how I this is how I feel better about myself is is seeing the number of people listening to this podcast increase. That's how I know I'm worth something as a person. So it's important that you share that with, with someone, good or bad. I don't care. Like them, hate them. Just make them listen, you know. 
Either way, it works for me. I need my listeners to go up. The only way that happens is, you know, if you guys do some fucking work. I'm giving you this fucking thing for free. You can put in a little effort. You know, I'm just just giving it, just giving it to you. Anyway, that's it. For, <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Honestly and and truly, I appreciate everything that you guys do to take the time to listen to this podcast. But we're out of here next week. Episode 70. It's just a boring-ass number. 70. Who gives a fuck? This has been episode 69! <laughs> That's it. We're out of here. Always protect I love you, dude. Hey, Ty. Who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. Too much. Oh, it hurt. Oh, oh, too much. Too much. Ah, oh, it's too big. It was too much. Dude, that was a good one. <laughs>